1: quarter till 9, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Quickly, we go to Lieutenant Governor of the Great State of Louisiana, Billy Nungesser. How you doing, Billy?
0: Good morning, my friend. How are you?
1: I'm good. Tell me about Mardi Gras. How was it in New Orleans and the surrounding areas and tourism and money and economic impact and all that stuff?
0: Well, I think we're going to, when we get all the numbers in, we're going to see a record number of visitors and Louisianans all over Louisiana Uh, I rode in five parades in six days, and on Mardi Day, I was in Metairie for August. Never seen – I've ridden in August a few times. Never seen nowhere close to that size crowd. Uh, It reminded me of Canal Street in the early days, wall-to-wall people. Uh, Just incredible. The weather was great. So I think this is going to be an incredible uh, economic boost that sets us on to getting back to the record-breaking tourism numbers we enjoyed for five years prior to COVID.
1: If you rode on parades, you might want to get your rotator cuff checked.
0: I need it. <laughs> I is it need, sore? It. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm hurting pretty bad today. All right,
1: um, let me let me ask you this. Um, th- this: this stuff that's going on with the DA in Orleans Parish and and Rafael Goineche really kind of broke the news with me yesterday, saying that a, a DA. ADA had kind of gone rogue with this gun thing and, and dropping charges before they were even, uh, before the report was even filed, as I understand it. And he says, uh, you know, what's going on here? Um, what kind of concerns do you have about the DA's office in Orleans Parish? Because we got missed deadlines with char- charging juveniles uh, as adults. Now we got a prosecutor seemingly going rogue. This has got to get your attention, especially if you. Concerned about Orleans Parish, police department, uh, recruitment, retention, etc.
0: You know, we put a lot of time in trying to help the command in the 8th District and working with the mayor to try to get a grip on the crime and clean up the French Quarter. We've offered tourism money. Uh, we've done a lot of things. Uh, this is an embarrassment. Uh, and then to say somebody didn't follow a policy, somebody needs to lose their job over this, And we need to give the police officers that are risking their life every day some confidence that somebody's going to do their job. And, look, I don't care if you're 15 or 50. If you're carrying a gun, uh, you kill somebody, it doesn't matter what age you are. They need to stay locked up until they're rehabilitated. What does that take? I don't know. But they need to stay behind bars. We're letting these people out time and time again. The commander in the 8th District that quit. And went to work in alaska uh told me he arrested a 17 year old 61 times before he spent any time in jail with a gun now how many times did he commit a crime he didn't get arrested i mean what is the da and these people going to tell the families when one of these kids they're letting out with a gun over and over again kills somebody then they don't feel responsible i mean that's what's happening when we arrest these kids for killing somebody we need, to, we need to advertise how many times have they been arrested, one, two, or three dozen times. And, and that's to, that, that needs to be brought up more is that these judges that are letting them out and the DA that's dropping charges has got to be held accountable. Our safety, the city's in crisis with safety, shootings every day. Look, I have people drive the causeway to go to Mississippi. Because they're scared to drop through New Orleans East because they get bullet rolls in their car. Yep. That is insane.
1: That's going to eventually, if it has not already, that's going to eventually start affecting tourism and the cash registers, is it not?
0: It already is. Let me tell you. We have a special needs group that brings kids in every year to ride Mardi Gras. This is the first year they would not come to New Orleans because they feared of crime uh, for the parents and the people with those kids and listen every day uh, it's not something I want to advertise because we want people to come here every day I get emails letters texts. I'm never coming back I'm not going to New Orleans I won't drop through New Orleans I don't feel safe and I feel for these people that have invested Galatois the restaurants the shops on Wall Street that's why we're fighting so these people are barely hanging on and we're not we're not giving them the support they need they're paying taxes and and i fear the day that some of these traditions in the quarter just call it quits and move out out of the city and and we lose that french quarter that has been a draw for tourists forever and and we're very close to that and we're not getting the support we need from the da and the judges to make the streets safer Jason Williams got
1: to get control of that office. I'll tell you that between missing deadlines and having prosecutors, uh, yeah, prosecutors, ADA is going rogue and decided and just, well, okay, we're not going to prosecute anybody, just surrender your gun. And and I don't know if that had to be a civil agreement. I know you're not an attorney, are you, Billy? You're a businessman? Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm not an attorney. Um, but I don't know if there was a civil agreement to go along with the in exchange for criminal dropping of criminal charges. I don't know. Either way, for the DA to be surprised by it, that is inexcusable and unacceptable, and he's got to get a hold of what's going on over there quickly. Let me take a break, Billy. When we come back, I want to talk about what you're hearing about conventions and everything. I don't know how New Orleans can be the murder capital of the United States and how it cannot affect the convention business. 504-260-1870, if you got any any questions or comments for Billy Nungesser? We're going to talk about some Louisiana seafood and the spring, some events and some good things as well. 851, 9 till 9, Traffic Now, WWL. All right, 855 and a half, 4 and a half till 9. Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to our friend Billy Nungesser, Lieutenant Governor, Great State of Louisiana. Billy, a text comes in, says, my daughter's getting married in a few months. The rehearsal dinner's at Antoine's green, womb, green Room. rather. People attending are worried they'll get robbed, mugged, carjacked, et cetera, not to mention the fear of something more happening. Uh, and I'm just wondering, as lieutenant governor, you're in charge of tourism. New Orleans can't be the murder capital of the United States, and that cannot have or it has to have some impact on tourism business, doesn't it?
0: It does. And, and, you know, when people book their conventions here on a three or five year cycle coming back, they weigh in a lot of things. And although we do have the best food, music and people and things to do, the fairs and festivals, um, they want their people to be safe. And and once you start losing that business, uh, you know, in, the, in the, the hospitality industry in New Orleans, Mark Romegan and those guys, um, Walt Leger do a great job at, at, at wooing those people to come here and and spend money um, this is not something we should have to battle um, if we just keep the bad people you know there's statistics out there and I don't know the exact ones but you, you've heard that 80 percent of the crime is committed by the same 20 percent of the people so if we just lock them up until they're rehabilitated um, and I believe good people that are behind bars after they spend time there can be rehabilitated but until we know that or until we you can't take a a gun away from a kid and say go home with your mama and think that is going to make him not go out and steal another gun. That's more than he doesn't
1: own another one already, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, you know what? I can't. You know, I, I see these mothers, these brothers and sisters crying when they lose a loved one, and I think about because they never put this on on TV, and they need to do it. That person that just killed somebody. When's the last time he was arrested? Would judge let him go home without locking him up if it was a car robbery, an arm robbery? Because until they murder someone or beat them within an inch of their life, they don't spend any time in jail. Billy, we gotta so, we got
1: to move on here, but the guy that – uh, the, the, the youth that, that escaped from the Bridge City Youth Center – um, was serving juvenile life when he shot Scott Toops, and he lost his wife subsequently, I think, as a result of all of this. Stacey, Absolutely. And that's in the case right there. Uh, let, let me ask you about on a lighter note about seafood. We want people to eat seafood during Lent, but we want them to eat Louisiana seafood, right?
0: Absolutely. Look, it's the best in the world. Uh, we just cut the ribbon on a Maryland Brew Crab restaurant uh, here in, in Mandeville, Yesterday, we've got so many great restaurants that serve Louisiana food, seafood, and it is the best in the world. You know, we've been on a mission to get the imports inspected more to give a level playing and field, and it's a big industry and one we've got to support. So we ask everyone: you go to the stores, check the labels, and when you eat out, ask for Louisiana seafood, and uh, it's the best. And it helps support a lot of families here in Louisiana.
1: So, Ken, is it still legal? Because I've lost track of it. People in Louisiana can still import crawfish from China?
0: Yeah. And here's the problem. They inspect less than 5% of it. We've been after trying to pass a bill um, that says uh, they're going to add 5 or 10 cents a pound to imported seafood. And with that money, hire thousands more inspectors and inspect at least 50% of it. If they did, a lot of it would be rejected for antibiotics, for uh, being unsafe to eat. You know, we quit using Chinese uh, drywall years ago because yep. it made us sick. But we're eating all this crawfish and imported shrimp, and and you don't even know where it's coming from. I hear so you. So the inspection process could really help uh, boost a local, healthy, safe. I, I think going to make it seafood. like
1: like citizens' insurance. If you want to eat imported seafood, you can, but you could pay twenty percent more. That's what I would do. <laughs>
0: Well, we got to work with our federal delegation to make that happen. That's true.
1: Thank you, Billy. Appreciate your time. Have a good weekend. All right, put some ice on your shoulder. Okay, Billy Nungessel, the town and governor of Louisiana. We come back. We'll talk to Ian McNulty, food and eating